So welcome everybody. This is the CSF author interview with Dr. Gustavo Chitira. And uh, we're talking today about his recently published paper in the Journal of Clinical Rheumatology on the incident rates of interstitial lung disease events in tofacitinib treated rheumatoid arthritis patients. Hi, Gustavo. Welcome so much. Uh, thank you so much for giving us your time. We appreciate how busy things are. Can you just fill us in a little bit about your background and what's happening with this crazy pandemic in Argentina at the moment? I'm a rheumatologist. I'm the chief section of rheumatology at the um, Instituto de Rehabilitación Psicofisica. This is a, a tertiary center in Buenos Aires, and our main uh, um, interest is in array and spondyloarthritis. Okay. And the pandemic, how is it affecting? So the, the pandemic is, is ameliorating in Buenos Aires, but it's high in other provinces in our country. So we don't have a quarantine, a strict quarantine today. So most, uh, uh, you know, restaurants are open, but not schools, for example. Not, not most schools are open. So we are trying to pass this... Uh, <laughs> crazy thing. Has it changed much of the way you practice medicine at the moment? Yes, absolutely. You know that we start more with telemedicine uh, and we have to, and, and also these things that we have many talks and uh, uh, round tables through the <laughs> internet. So we, this, this changed completely our, our life. Okay, so let's get back to this paper. Um, thank you so much for um, talking to us about it. Can you tell me a little bit about why, why this paper was done? What was the reasoning behind doing this particular post hoc analysis of yes. all the tofacitinib studies? Well, we have also the, one, one of the questions that we, we start was what, what happened with shack inhibition? and interstitial lung disease. And we have uh, three data, three explanations regarding the effect of shock inhibition in interstitial lung disease. And the first one is experimental. And there is a very interesting study by Shoshendo from Kobe University recently publishing Arthritis Research and Therapy, where they assess the effect of tofacitinib on the uh, cymosin-induced ILD in SKG mice histologically and examine the cells infiltrating the lung by flow cytometry. And they observed that tofacitinib significantly suppressed the progression of ILD compared to the control mice. And the way was that tofacitinib promote a myeloid derived suppressor cells expansion while TH17 cells decrease in the lung of treated rats. So these cells stimulated by jackinib suppressed T-cell proliferation and TH17 response and ameliorates ILD in that experimental model. The second is that you know that nintedanib, jackinib against TIC2 has shown antifibrotic and inflammatory vascular remodeling effects in several animal models and the uh, recently published also the inbuilt study in patients with ILD with other diagnosis, including array, demonstrate efficacy. And the third one that motivates us was that 
uh, the presentation of some case report at local meetings in Latin America showing an improvement in ILD in patients with active array treated with TOFR. So that's very interesting because it has uh, implications for interstitial lung disease across many other indications. So that's very interesting, especially the antifibrotic properties I think would be, would be critical. I've always found ILD very difficult because by the time people are very symptomatic, there's a fair amount of fibrotic damage. And like uh, end-stage kidney disease, once you've got damage, you've got damage and trying to catch it early and whatever. So tell us the methods for this paper. What did you do? Well, actually what we do, we, we know that ILE is detected if you use CT, high resolution CT scanning up to 60% of patients with array. But Unfortunately, we cannot do that. this as a screening, you know, the radiation and those things. So one thing that we used in the past was the pulmonary function test. And now we are starting with ultrasonography of the lung. So with ultrasonography, our, our rheumatologists doing ultrasonography can detect these B lines and we can select patients to perform CT scan. Okay, so in this study, you took the nine pooled TOFA studies, the two doses, yeah. and it's fair enough that people who had very symptomatic pulmonary disease wouldn't have got into the study, but how did you go about actually doing the study itself? Well, actually, it's right what you say, but you know that patients with known ILD could not enter in this type of studies. And in all patients in, in these studies, we request for a chest X-ray at least in order to detect latent TB. So TB. this is one way to not incorporate patients with uh, obvious ILD, but we, can, sure. we, can, we cannot exclude that some patients with asymptomatic or not detectable ILD in the X-ray can be included in the study. But what we did in the study specifically was that the potential ILD events were adjudicated by three independent pulmonologists. And they select patients improbable, you know, compatible with the, uh, with the adverse event, with supported clinical evidence, with that, that means uh, pulmonary function test or uh, CT scan and possible that is compatible with no supportive, but 90% of cases were probable. Okay, so I just wasn't clear about what an event was. Was it acute breathlessness or was it a chest infection or what made it an adverse event? The adverse event was selected by the investigator as an event with clinical symptoms or because the uh, investigator perform or detect in the uh, physical exam something. So they, they perform a complementary test and detected the uh, ILD. Okay, so tell us a little bit about the results of the study. What were the main So findings? in this study, as you mentioned, we, we included all uh, phase one, phase two, phase three, and phase four, and long-term extension studies with TOFA. And we collected, we included 7,061 patients. That means uh, 
a patient years of exposure more than 23,000, and the data included up to 9.5 years of exposure to TOFA. And we observed 42 patients with ILD event, that means 0.6%, with a median time from the first dose of uh, treatment to ILD event of 1,144 days. And we performed first a case match control analysis. We took these 42 control uh, cases and we selected 210 controls matched by age and by sex. And uh, the ILD event group had numerically higher proportion of patients who were from Asia, not, not your country, mostly from <laughs> Thailand, and uh, I don't remember, uh, Malaysia. <laughs> Only one case from Australia and New Zealand that were together. Yeah. And uh, previous or current smokers uh, were seropositive for rheumatoid factor or CCP, had higher uh, disease activity uh, versus controls. And then we perform a multivariate analysis in the whole population and we identify older patients, that means older than 65 years old and current smokers as 2.4 and 2.9 times more likely to have an ILD event versus younger and patients who had never smoked. And the most important finding, I think, I, is my opinion, is that we observe an association with disease activity. We observe that for every one unit increase in DAS 28, patients were 1.3 times more likely to have an ILD event. Very also, nice. Yeah. Also, we observe more frequent serious infections in patients with ILD, and the frequency of all-cause mortality was higher in ILD patients, 7.1 versus 1.6 in patients without ILD. So that was a lovely summary. Did you see a dose response five going to 10 milligrams of TOFA? No, no, we did not observe any difference. Actually, the, um, the incidence rate for the five milligrams was 0 0.12 and for the 10 milligrams was 0 0.10. And yes, it's important that in the placebo, was 0.32, so the incidence rates were lower with TOFA as compared to placebo. True, but the, the numbers in placebo are pretty small and quite yeah. wide confidence yes. intervals. Yes, absolutely. And did you see any difference with mono versus combo methotrexate? And were you able to see if methotrexate added an element of interstitial lung disease risk? No, absolutely not. Most patients were on methotrexate and incidence rates were numerically similar. I think that 0 0.16 in the monotherapy and uh, uh, 0 0.18 in the combination therapy. And you know, but mo most patients are on methotrexate. We have some patients on other conventional synthetic DMARs, but most of them 70% on methotrexate. Okay. It was interesting, the association with mortality, but yes. it wasn't sort of serious infection of the lung that caused the problem. I got the impression it was other diseases. Yes, probably. So, you know, the most, most uh, deaths were associated with infections in, in general. Yeah. Right. Okay. And uh, was corticosteroid use a risk factor for ILD or maybe a little bit protective? 
No, we did not observe. Uh, yeah. Also, we did not observe any difference in patients receiving uh, steroids or not receiving steroids in the incidence rate. So, very nicely done. Um, so, over 65, the Asians, where we hear these reports of pneumonitis and variety of uh, disease modifying drugs, which we don't see in our own population, high disease activity at baseline, um, and uh, um, smokers in particular. So any, any take home messages for the rumor? We must stop our patients smoking because it seems to drive seropositivity and bad outcomes. I think that it's important that we confirm the data on the factors associated with the risk of ILE and, and, and the importance of identifying these factors by the treating physician because those patients today we can perform some uh, non-invasive uh, methods to detect uh, asymptomatic ILE. And I think, Peter, that our study highlights the importance to control disease activity, to minimize the incidence of this important complication or extraarticular manifestation. So this is this put on the table that RA is a systemic disease, uh, not, not a disease of the joints. So um, thank you very much for your time. It's been uh, a pleasure to have a chat. Um, this has been the CSF Fourth Interview podcast. If you'd like to know more about this very nice paper, um, shows that it's important to treat inflammation and people have better outcomes and to do something about smoking. Um, these, this paper and others are uploaded to the CSF website this month. You can find detailed slide sets available in the publication section at cytokinesignaling.com. Please subscribe to this podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast from and give us some feedback and let us know what you think. And Gustavo, thank you very much for your time. We greatly appreciate it. Um, this is Professor Peter Nash from the uh, Griffith University in Brisbane, and I hope uh, you've enjoyed our chat. Thank you very much.